Welcome to In the Trenches, a weekly podcast series dedicated to entrepreneurial leadership, the principles and values that define and develop it, as well as actionable steps that you can take to immediately lead your team to victory. Good afternoon. This is Eric LeClaire with Push Press, and I am so happy and honored to have Josh Price with us today. Um, former, or I say, should I say former owner of Local CrossFit or still current owner? Still current owner of Local CrossFit. Yes. Owner. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. We have a series titled In the Trenches, and it's a kind of a portrait in leadership through chaos. And each one of the affiliate owners that we're reaching out to have a substantial um, kind of pedigree in leadership and or uh, building systems, um, building processes, developing staff, and being able to help reduce risk or mitigate risk through trying times. Um, And so, Josh, thank you so much for the time that we're going to spend here today. Um, For those that are watching and you may not know, Josh, if you'd like to do a little intro on yourself and maybe your affiliate as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, First off, thank you for having me. This is really uh, a a lot of fun. I haven't done a lot of uh, podcasts, but I'm getting more opportunities. That's fun. Um, I own Local CrossFit, which is in Leesburg, Virginia. That's outside of uh, Washington, D.C. Um, kind of a, a fun fact, though, I live in a little bitty town called Past Christian, Mississippi, 1,600 miles away from my gym. So I actually run it from afar. So wow. kind, of, kind of impressive a cool thing. And then I'm also um, I'm the lead mentor for Two Brain Business. I'm the, the mentor that trains and teaches all the other mentors how we do business at Two Brain. Awesome. How did, how did that come up? Did you, did you use two brain initially with loco and then you kind of turned into, uh, tell me, tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my story with two, uh, two brain started, you know, three, two, one go days, you know, when Chris was still with them and everything. Um, I did the original online course that they had, uh, for, for the business incubator and, um, it's goodness gracious. It, doubled my business in like two months and then it wow. ended up tripling my business at around the four month mark. Um, it was huge. Um, you know, Chris went with two brain because he, uh, he really wanted more mentorship and, and all that. I wanted the same, like I wanted to have the accountability and I wanted to have, you know, the, the sounding board, to, to bounce ideas off of. So I went that direction, um, with him and I think I was still a client for another, um, almost two years. Um, and then me and Chris were having a conversation and it was probably March timeframe of, you know, whatever year that was. And just whatever I said, he goes, you need to present at the summit this year. So I got up, I presented at the summit, uh, when we were still small, we were still at, um, uh, CrossFit Illumin Brian's gym. And afterwards, um, he came up to me and actually I think he called me and was like, cause I was, I think it was at the airport in O'Hare. And he was like, you need to be a mentor for me. So, um, awesome. yep. So I, uh, I became a mentor and just over my time there, um, uh, kind of what we're talking about today, leadership because of my leadership and just kind of the guy that I am, I ended up rising through the ranks and becoming the, the lead mentor. Outstanding. Now, how did that challenge you from that gym owner's role when you started to, to wear both hats? How'd you develop your staff? 
Yeah, great, great question. Um, so <clears throat> my time in the military and everything, so I was in the Army for like 13 years as a staff sergeant. Um, I actually did get to uh, uh, lead a mission in Iraq as a platoon sergeant, though, so I got a little bit of that E-7 um, uh, experience right, yeah. as well. Yeah, and the big thing that it made me realize is that you have to set up your organization in that way. So basically for every five people or so, you've got to have some type of leadership put in. So we had already uh, started doing that with my head coach uh, and our GM and then kind of our department leads that we had already. And then it just made me look at, um, it, and my GM at the time was really my administrative assistant. And when I looked at her, it was like, okay, you gotta be the GM now. I need somebody looking at this um, so we just looked at all of the roles and tasks in the business. You know, it's one of the things that two brain teaches. And then I realized I was like, okay, a lot of this is going to come down to leadership. Okay. And in leadership, there's kind of this, this model that I use and, um, it's kind of a training model into a leadership, which is first it's like task oriented. You have to be able to do a task to the standard. Okay. When you prove that, you move into level two, which is responsibility, all right? Responsibility is earned over time. So the first thing that kind of happens is um, you have daily responsibility. Somebody's watching you basically over your shoulder. When they see that you can do it daily, moves out to weekly. Then it moves out to monthly. And then finally quarterly, but just like in the military, you know, with your NCOERs or anything like that, we right. are going to uh, review, uh, yep. review, yeah, uh, at least quarterly. When you hit that, we move into the third level, which is decision-making. This is where we build leaders, the decision-making level. And the most important thing uh, with this is that you, as a leader, as the owner, have to understand how you make decisions so that you can then teach your people how to make decisions the way you do. And um, with that, uh, I, I do it in a way I call thought projects. And you can ask any of my people about this because they hate thought projects. I'm like, <laughs> hey, we're gonna do a thought project. And they're like, no. But basically, um, I ask them, I'm like, show me how you would increase our profitability by 10%. Show me how you would cut expenses. Show me how you would uh, start a new program. And we do this before there's any money on the line, before there's anything that could actually get hurt. So conceptual first. Yeah. And then they go through it, show me their steps. And then I show them, you know, like, okay, well, this is what I think of this and this and this. So that moves them through that level. And this is exactly what we did with my admin to bring her all the way up to the GM role where she understands exactly how I make decisions and now makes those decisions at Loco. And I, and to let everybody know, this wasn't a day, 18 months. It took us wow. 18 months to get this to where it, uh, to where I can ultimately move, but at the time just hand it off. Right. Okay. Just to be able to do more for two brain. Right. I love it. I mean, it's, it's methodical. It's got purpose. There's intention behind it. She saw the big picture, obviously, and then you trusted as you assessed her capabilities you felt more trust so you gave her more right. roles right more tasks i dig it so bring us full speed to today 
um, we were talking on, on an earlier call about kind of definitions of leadership or operational definitions of leadership. How did you impress upon your staff that there are um, values or principles at play that help to mold leaders? Have, did you have the, any discussions with them about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the way that I kind of break um, everything down is, is, so there's two parts to kind of your question. So the first part is there's a hierarchy of kind of um, need or leadership direction. And that is uh, uh, all of my clients, hopefully they'll listen to this and they'll be like, oh, here he goes. It's uh, vision, mission, goals, objectives, strategy, and tactics. So vision, what is the overall legacy? We may never obtain this ever, 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 but this is the direction that we're going and, and, and the why, right? Mission is, uh, I think Jim Collins or whatever we call it, the big, hairy, audacious goal, right? right? We're, we're actually going to define what we're trying to hit in a three to five year timeline. Goals then break down into yearly, like yeah, letting tomorrow. us know objectives are going to be quarterly. Um, it, they get smaller and smaller, but they actually spread in scope because now we have marketing objectives. We have sales objectives. We have operational objectives and we have, um, the business objectives, right? And then, so basically those are managed by the department leads over those right. departments. Right. And then we have strategy. Strategy is going to be our plan, right? So that could be, um, Facebook marketing. It's a strategy, social media strategy, right? right? Affinity marketing, which we teach in two brain, basically how to create more organic leads. That's a strategy, right? How you teach your classes. That's a strategy that right. ultimately needs to go all the way up to the vision has to align. I teach my classes this way because it aligns with the vision, right? Awesome. And then Impressive. finally tactics. And those are the individual uh, warrior testing drills, right? Right, that exactly. you have to do. So like how to teach a squat, that's a tactic. How to teach the press, how to, uh, uh, you know. Scale things. Yeah, right. All tactics. Yeah. I love it. I okay. love it. Man, if folks only watch to this <laughs> moment, they can run away with those right there and immediately employ. So the second part was values, right? Yep. So the initial business was built off of my values. And I will actually say they were probably not the best values because I'm an extremely competitive person. So we have this like hardcore competitive line and everything in our business. And I would get uh, in the early days, I'm like, this is training and you got to be on time and all But as time went on, I softened on that. And I was like, man, like I've really got to put the customer first. So like one of the values is always is that I say is like, what don't I know? That's a value, right? And the, the context around it is if I'm frustrated, if I'm angry, if I'm irritated at a client or at a person in my life, the first question I have to ask them is, hey, what don't I know about this situation? Yeah. Right. And then it immediately opens up and then I'm like, oh, okay, now I can help you. That is ingrained at Loco. What don't I know? Let me find out from my clients so we can take care of them first. Right. right? Makes sense. Um, so what's cool to, to, to kind of expand on this when I left, right. Or when I kind of handed up to, uh, to the GM at first, my values 
could not propel Loco forward. It had to be the values of our essential staff, right? The people that were in there in the trenches day to day. day. Yep. yep. So we had to have the conversation now. What are your values, right? All of them. What are your values? What do you hold dear? What's important to you? And then we started looking for the common elements, you know, and we started saying, oh man, working hard. That's one consistency. That's one, you know, this, that X, Y, Z. And then that became the corporate values that Loco still uses today. Right. And the funny part is, is like, I don't really see myself besides maybe what don't I know even in that anymore, but that's okay. Right. Because I right. know that it will push us on for 10 years, 15 years, you know, right. Of course. Uh, into the future. Yeah. So to wrap this into the crisis mode, cause really the dialogue today with so many gym owners is they're pulling their hair out because they didn't have things like this in place. Um, and this is not a loaded question. Do you believe all that workup has prepared your staff to handle what's going on today? Yes. Yes. hundred percent. We've had six clients leave. Um, we're not a super huge gym. We probably got uh, 120 uh, group members, probably another, I don't know, 30 or so PT, and then a mess of kids, you know, 30, okay. 40, 50 kids in the, okay. in the program, right? We had six total leave, um, and uh, that was because they, they lost their jobs, right? right. There was just no way around it. And everybody else, one of the big things they said um, uh, to us, uh, you know, we called everybody, let them know what's happening. We actually did um, Zooms. Uh, I think we did two a day for three days in a row where they could come on and ask questions and everything. The biggest th- uh, thread that we kept saying was, I will never leave this place. I will never leave this place. Why? Because of my head coach. His number one value is relationships. Outstanding. Keith Sager takes care of people better than anybody I've ever seen. And he let them all know that we, that we love you. We're going to take care of you. You've entrusted your fitness to us. And because of those relationships, we have a plan. We are going to make sure that this one area of your life, you are not going to have to lead it yourself. You're yep. not going to have to figure it out. We've got you. We have the solution for you. Yeah. It's like you knew the very next question, right? I was going to just figure like, that's what so many gym owners need to hear is the clear, consistent communication. Yes. Up the chain and down the chain of command yes. to staff to the clients that we have one, we care right. Two, we've got your solution and it's easy. Yes. Just show up on the computer. Right. That's so right. at this point you've got financial hardships, you've got family hardships, you've got I mean, all the bad things. Let's just add fitness on top. Folks are going to become depressed, frustrated, anxious. Yep. Right? Man, I love it. We only have about nine more minutes, but I think one of the most or the strongest components here is, is there anything you'd share um, that would be poignant or specific to a struggling gym owner today? Um, They're they're lacking faith in themselves. They might be lacking the staff to facilitate delegation. They might be losing clients. Any, any parting words for the struggling gym owner? Um, <laughs> do a shameless plug. Seek mentorship. <laughs> that will help uh, oh, just always. massively, massively 
Um, and, and, and that comes from other areas besides two brain that comes through, you know, affiliate support groups, anything like that. Um, but number one, I would say to them is, and I do this fairly often. I will go, um, uh, sit outside and just look off into the distance and reconnect with my why reconnect with my vision. Why did I do this in the first place? And, um, then I immediately will tell whomever, if it's going to be the staff, the clients, the whatever, this is why we are here. This is what we are doing, right? And when you do that, you immediately insert yourself as the leader and people want to be led. And I cannot harp on that enough. People want to be led. When they're confused, they don't know what to do. They react uh, uh, emotionally, uh, yep. emotionally yep. Uh, um, you know, uh, out of fear. And the thing is, is when you lead, you show them abundance, you show them where they can go, they, you show them what can actually be. And if you just do that, I'm telling you, your staff will follow you, your people will follow you, and, and most of your problems will go away. Like I know, and I know it's, it's so scary to lead, but I can't tell you enough, just do it. Just say, you know this as well, Eric, to say, follow me. Yeah. Oh man. Powerful. Absolutely powerful. You've provided um, clarity. You've provided action steps. You've provided organizational structure. Um, that this is going to be great for a lot of folks to tune in. Uh, so yeah. I really appreciate your time.